Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders, joined by my good friend, the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. Kale, what's up, buddy? How's everybody doing this evening? Uh, a lot of folks in watching already. That's what we want to see. We want to see some phone calls tonight. I've uh, sent the phone number to the show uh, to a bunch of slap nuts all over the internet today that I've been arguing back and forth with. So uh, hoping they'll call in and um, give me a chance to uh, uh, get them in the uh, in the verbal squared circle, if you will. You say slap nuts or slap dicks? He slap nuts. Slap dick from East Bogo, <laughs> right. you know, community college. No. That's where tonight, in, in, in honor of Dabo, um, I am the honorary assistant. I'm actually the assistant to the assistant. I, I, I didn't have enough room to put it, but I am the assistant to the assistant offensive line coach for East Bodoga Community College. Mm. <laughs> you're, you're not a slap dick, though. You're, you're the... No. You're, East Bogota, East Bogota Community College is actually in Sugar Tip, South Carolina. Fair enough. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get into this evening. We'll start with uh, thanking our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the way that uh, the media picked the SEC. Uh, we did our ACC picks live the other night, but uh, the media's already released, or the SEC's already released the media picks for the uh, the division there. We'll get to that in a second. First of all, big shout out to Big Barney Ross. Already with the super chat this evening, the Tennessee Vols coaching staff is selling second chances for $100 at McDonald's this weekend. Very, very good. All right, anyway, uh, we want to thank Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. Highway 1, diagonal from the Walmart. Thanks to them for uh, sponsoring the show, including the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge, which is coming up in a bit here. Um, it's first of the season. Yeah, the first of the season. We are not that far. Well, you know, we need to get that set up and, uh, <coughs> you know, <coughs> go ahead and probably start uh, putting out the advertisements to take up uh, the funds for that. You know, the first of the month's coming around, and, uh, you know, a lot of these. Uh, it is. A lot of these deadbeats out there only get paid on the first of the month. So oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, there's that. And. I tell you what, we've got, um, of course, that's a Highway One diagonal from the Walmart in West Columbia. For some reason, say I've got two feeds going. I don't understand that. We'll check that out in a second. But before we do that, uh, Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, we've got story time with uh, Carolina Jackpot. Jackpot, uh, tell us a story. Um, sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, we potentially have the best quarterback. Uh, ever on our roster this season, our pick to finish fifth in the SEC East. We are truly a government cheese program. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. And, uh, of course, we appreciate uh, Dennis for sponsoring the show. Um, I tell you what, 
let's uh first of all uh appreciate you guys uh liking the thumbnail there dr bark yeah i found that earlier today i thought um, that was cool um uh over in the the chat i pinned this up here real quick for its stupidity josh pinion says south carolina thinks spencer rattler going to save south carolina season lol uh well i mean what are we supposed to think josh? no he's gonna fucking ruin it i mean really I mean, I mean, well, are you not supposed to be kind of, kind of, you know, thrilled with that? I mean, when we've had uh, doo doo quarterback play for the past ten fucking years, and we actually get somebody who can complete a goddamn forward pass uh, playing for us, I, I don't, I don't think anybody says he's going to save the save the season from what? From 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 the fire, from a plane crash. I mean, what what are we saving it from? It's a good question. Tackle the killer monkeys. <laughs> Monkey pox. There you go. Jesus. All right. Well, I don't know how that goes, but uh, yeah, we're, we've got some, uh, some photos here. We're going to share with you in a moment from. Uh, oh, what is this? Uncle Lou says jackpot doesn't want to hang out with the rest of the YouTube college community. Makes you laugh, sir. I, I, the past couple of, uh, what is it? The Slav Olympics? I couldn't come. I had to work. Doesn't mean I don't want to hang out. I'm going to ask off this time. I'm going to make it a point to go next March. It's in South Carolina. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, so the SEC predictions, Josh, Josh says Spencer out. Rattler couldn't make it at Oklahoma. He is Jamboree quarterback. He ain't the mailman. Go dogs. I mean, what? I mean, how many yards did he throw for in 2020? What I mean, the fuck is a Jamboree quarterback? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I think this dude's drunk. What uh, that's that? what you put that, that's 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 high school, shit, ain't it? Uh, that's what they use before the regular season starts, the Jamboree. So you have a special quarterback that runs out for the Jamboree? Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the first that I've ever heard of it, but all right, whatever whatever you got to go with there. And Georgia fans kill me because the only thing that they should be saying, and I've said this for the longest time, is we won the national title. Shut your face. They shouldn't have to punch down at people. Use, a, use an old an old term there. Uh, you guys are all fucking chasing us here. Let me, let me help you simple Georgia fans. Okay. There's some that actually get it, but the reality is this, you should literally be saying, um, we are the national champion. You want to be us. You want to be where we are right now. That's it. But yet you're, you're running your mouth calling Spencer Rattler, a Jamboree quarterback. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like some piss poor fan base that hasn't won shit in 45 fucking years. Then you finally win something and now you don't know how to fucking act. That's how it looks now. All right. Act like you've fucking won before because you have the best program in the country till somebody unseats you. And yet, you yeah, still they're just, well, here. they're, they're worried this year. Because, they're worried this year because they don't have all those first rounders on defense anymore. They're worried about screech coming out there at quarterback for them with this, with his little dick in his hand and uh, wondering if he's going to be able to get his damn job done when because the games are actually going to probably fucking be on the line a little bit more this time than they were uh, a year ago. So, Yeah, well, they're actually going to have – well, not uh, – they're going to have to actually have him uh, make some passes. So that may be 
kind of the way that it goes. But deep down in their hearts, the smart fans that are over there would tell you they would feel a hell of a lot better about their chances of repeating for a national title if they had Spencer Rattler taking snaps for them over the uh, deranged-looking screech fella. They yeah. would. And by the way, I hope Gunnar Stockton and Oscar Delt play such shitty football this fall that uh, Kirby Smart goes out there and beats him with his bowl cut. How does how does he beat him with the? I don't know. He's gonna take the damn the visor off, make them drop their damn britches, and beat their ass with it. All right. Well, I I don't know how that's gonna work out, but uh, what a mess. Anyway, so the SEC standings as predicted by the media jackpot, when we look at them, uh, the one thing that really caught me was actually two things. LSU picked to finish fifth in the West. Uh, I'm not buying that. Are you? I, I mean, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. Um, they, uh, it's really hard. The, it's, I brought up a Phil Steele magazine just so I could read up on them. And the last line here says that they are a tough team to get a handle on. Not talking about like op- opposing defenses. Again. He's talking about getting getting his head wrapped around what they're going to do. I mean they they got a they got a tough schedule. Uh, shout out to uh, Peg and Megan uh, for the tough SEC schedules. It's brutal. Um, but they do they go to Arkansas, they go to Texas A and M, and they they catch Alabama at home. But that's after a bye week. Uh, they go to Florida. I mean, I don't know about that, but it's pretty tough here. I mean, they can surprise some people. I don't think anybody – I knew in 2019, I knew they were going to be good. Uh, I don't think anybody expected uh, what we got from them. So just knowing what, you, knowing what you're going to get from Alabama, you know probably what you're going to get from A&M and Arkansas – and then there's kind of a you know that muddy middle there with the, the with Ole Miss and and Auburn and, and you know I would probably pencil Ole Miss in at fourth. So yeah, I could I could see that. Well, South Carolina also picked to finish fifth uh, behind the Florida Gators, who their coach has been yeah. poor mouthing. I I I I think South Carolina is going to finish better than fifth. South Carolina is better than Florida. I can, I mean, but I can see it. I can understand them being picked to finish fifth because, like I said, it's very much a case of show me, don't you know, show me something that's not on paper, give me something tangible to wrap my head around, and then we can move forward. I mean, they haven't done, they haven't done Dick whenever they've been. Um, I mean, they've had high expectations several times since Steve Spurrier left and they failed to deliver. Um, so I, I get it. I, I really do. I mean, I, I could, I could, I would pick them fourth right now. Honestly, I would probably pick them fourth uh, because I think Florida's a shit show, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, the name on the Jersey counts for something. It does. James Thompson um, says you're better than Vandy. That's it. Well, hell, at least my team is better than them. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, yours yours touts a losing record to them. So put that put that in your fat pipe and smoke it there, Tater Boy. 60s. 
Only person alive that fucking saw that game or was even remotely alive was Billy over there. Shit, stop with all that nonsense. Well, I mean, they lost to him. I mean, they, they, uh, Vanderbilt owns them. All right. It'll take you, it will take you three, it'll take you almost a thousand days if you play them every year to even up the series. You have a losing record to the North Augusta YMCA, so that those things that matter now. You played them in 1903 and lost. That, that so was a, they were a fucking powerhouse. Everybody was scared to death of them. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, uh, I mean they were they they finished up second in the state, right behind the Orangeburg YMCA. Out of here. All right. I tell you what, I'm gonna open up the phone because uh Josh over there mentioned that he wants to call in. I guess we should uh we should open up the phone lines at 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. You can uh join the show right now. Call the show at 803-470-2905. It's scrolling on the bottom there for you if you would like to uh to get into that. Um, yeah, Jack, I, I, I get frustrated when people say that kind of stuff because it's not really telling the entire truth there, but okay. You guys can look that up though. They have a losing record to the North Augusta YMCA team. So there's that. Anyway, Mandy. All right, let's go out to the phones and we'll take this call first. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, well, how you doing, guys? Good. Hey, guys. Um, hey, guys. I, I, I happy about GGS committed to soccer. Um, I was really happy about that. Yeah, big deal. Big recruit there for South Carolina is they're gonna have a, they're gonna have possibly one of the one of the best quarterback transfers in the country, and then the number one overall player in the country and hoops playing there. So going to be uh, interesting oh. this this fall and winter over there for South Carolina. Yeah, that that's true. I am um, I'm impressed with Lamar Paris, but um he has got a lot of work to do, you know. He does, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you calling, yeah. buddy. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You like hey, right. I, Oh yeah, if I go, can I tell y'all something? Sure. Hey, um hey, what? Well, um I, I feel bad for Fair Perry, but um I, I pray for his family, you know. Yeah, it's kind of sad what happened to Phil Petty. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. buddy. Thank you, man. You anyway, Take care, guys. All right. Bye bye. All right. 803-470-2905. We didn't really talk about uh didn't really talk about Phil Petty, but man, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. 42 years old and then then passing away like that. It's just uh <laughs> Nicholas Powell asked me, could he be a special teams coach at Eastman to go to community college? A- actually, yeah, you know, we got an opening for that because our um, um, slap dick from East of Bogo, right. you know, community college. Because our last one, uh, the one that we had, he um, he had to give it up like, uh, what, the, before spring practice. And um, he, he took his old job back holding the flag at uh, construction sites on the road so yeah he's a flag man so he went back to doing that so yes definitely okay caller what do you have for the program oh i just wanted to uh that performance the jackpot today that was beautiful um 
uh, you had me going. And then when the music came out, just absolutely amazing video, sir. Oh, thank you. Um, that was uh, funny. That, that the the music the the classical interlude was a nice touch. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, right. you had me going at first, and then when the music started going, I was like, "This has got to be this has got to be a joke." And then I started. Who, else, who else can have a, mu- a thing like that with classical music in it? Gamecock football and Eddie Guerrero all in one video together. No one. I don't but know, me. I ain't never seen nothing like it. Craziness. But anyway, that's all I that's all I had to say. Uh go balls, y'all have a good afternoon. All right. Go Cox. Um, 803 470 2905 803-470-2905. I'm gonna refresh my uh Jackpot entertain the folks here. I'm gonna refresh my feed here, man. Because they're they're saying that I'm coming in twice. I don't understand that. So let me refresh my feed really quick here. Well, guys, looks like he left us. Frothy Tavern says he can't wait till Jackpot uh, Meltdown live streams this far as good as most of the real games. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, though, uh, if we actually start winning some of these games? Well, I won't have anybody watching. <laughs> That's funny. Turn over there and look. There'll be like nine people watching. Yeah, can you that that's one of the crazy things. If South Carolina starts to not suck, Jackpot's like the people that come to watch Jackpot lose his shit, they're just gonna dwindle away. So there's that. All right, 803-470-2905. As uh, we look at the rest of the standings here, Jackpot, South Carolina got three first place votes. Three smart people to win the entire SEC. Crazy. Not out of the realm of possibility. <clears throat> oh, God. Anyway, um, under that logic, though, Vanderbilt also got a first-place vote. Well, I mean, you know, Vanderbilt's getting better. So, yeah. Auburn picked to finish dead last in the West. Are you buying that or are you selling it? Buying. Yeah. I think I think Mississippi State may finish higher than than sixth. I really do. Um, it's uh, it's crazy because they return so much of their offense and their defense. Yeah, and a, a little bit more time there for uh, for the Pirate. I think they may be better than uh, people think. I really do. Well, they got that ass beat in the bowl game though, so yeah. Well, bowl games don't matter. We talked about that. No, they don't. Who gives a shit, right? Who gives a shit? All right, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. That's the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the program this evening. Josh says Georgia will beat South Carolina by 21 this year. Okay. In football? Way to go out there on a fucking limb there, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Has Josh been in this group in in the room before? Because I don't remember. No, yeah, he's been around before. He comes around during football season. He 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 was in the contest. Okay, I don't remember. Anyway, eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five. Big Barney Roth says, "What's the difference between a Coastal Carolina University 
sorority sister, and a scarecrow. One lives in a field and is stuffed with hay. The other frightens birds and animals. No. Big Barney Ross always on point there. All right, so the uh, other other segment we've got here is that uh, the All SEC team uh, first team quarterback is Bryce Young. I I thought jackpot that it was going to be Hendon Hooker because that's all we've heard is Hendon Hooker is the greatest thing ever. But well, guess- yeah, it's kind of hard to go against the uh, defending Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Also, this is interesting too with. Chris Rodriguez makes the second team behind uh, Stank Bigsby and Jamire Gibbs from Alabama. Stank, uh, they voted him in the first team running back. You think anything has to do with uh, the old DUI arrest and maybe he may miss some time? You think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I I think that there may be some validity to that, but on the other hand, wow. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. I mean, it's just weird, um, you know. I mean, he's the SEC's returning leading rusher. They do have – I mean, they've got, you know, some – they had some attrition along the offensive line, though. So. Um, Elijah says second in the SEC, but first in our hearts and DUIs, according that's with, uh, Kentucky. You can't, you, you can't, you can't tell them anything about it though. They got mad when I, uh, said something about it in that video, uh, preseason video I did on them. That that one guy, I remember he got all mad with the shouty caps and started telling me, we got a transfer from Auburn and he's huge in all caps. He's going to be a, he's going to be picked on day two of the draft in all caps i'm like hot damn hold on there hot rod <laughs> it's just football <laughs> don't kill me over it <laughs> yeah don't don't get so fucking upset there buddy all right jackpot let's down to south carolina to murder me in my sleep some of these uh some of these things you sent me today uh this is from uh dennis Hol- holyfield i'll read this one he says tater dude here heard on gamecock radio station the beamers tenure will be labeled a failure if Clemson is not beaten in the next three years. That's some pressure for Beamer. I think you should circle a date and really focus on a Clemson win, even if it means under-preparing for near-date games. <laughs> OSU did this in 2020, and the red carpet was rolled out for day. Beamer needs to win this above all others and should be treated as so. I I kind what? of – what do you think about that, Jackpot? Go ahead first. I, I don't – so he – Tenure is going to be labeled a failure if, if they don't beat Clemson in three years. Well, I mean, so I mean, I mean, they're going to fire him if he doesn't beat Clemson in three years. I mean, Will Muschamp was what here, what six years, and uh, he never beat Clemson. Never came within three touchdowns of him. So I don't know. And, and then he says we should circle the date and focus on a Clemson win, even if it means un- don't under prepare. For near date games, brother, South Carolina plays Tennessee the week before that. I mean, in in the realm of all things SEC, if South Carolina happened to be in the mix in the SEC East, I mean, beating Tennessee is a hell of a lot more important than beating Clemson. Uh, jackpot comes from the school of Steve Spurrier. Winning the SEC is more important than beating Clemson. Now, simple South Carolina fans. The dumb fucks that are out there, everything is Clemson because Clemson is your Super Bowl. Okay. But in reality, 
You hang banners for conference titles. You hang banners for division titles. You don't hang banners because you beat a team from the upstate. That is dumb fuck thinking to the 18th level. And anyone who's like, oh, my God, we've got to beat Clemson. That's not even the most important game on your schedule. Would you have would would you like to read Josh's latest dumb comment there? Will Muschamp didn't have the talent to beat anyone. You need players to beat good teams, period. Who who's um who's he a fan of? Again. Right? Is he a Georgia fan? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean can, can we, Israel we, we refresh his memory into what happened in twenty nineteen. Yeah, Israel Mukwamu is still laughing at that fucking Georgia offense. But go ahead with that nonsense. Whatever. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, you know, I mean, he had no talent, but he he sure as hell picked off that Georgia quarterback and, you know, had had Will Muschamp eating damn some of that nasty-ass shrubbery y'all got down there. Whatever, got Vol guy 78 says Shane Beamer is a clown. I mean, at least at least yeah. if Shane Beamer dresses up like a clown, at least he'd be a good looking one. You know, like he he'd be he looked like Bozo. Like if Josh Heifel dressed up like a clown, he looked like fucking John Wayne Gacy when he put on his clown shit. Oh shit. <laughs> uh let's go to the <laughs> next one here from Jackpot. Uh this is a, Tim Drury says, Yikes, what a complete homer. Try and look up once in a while at the actual scoreboard. And admit your team just isn't that good. It's the first step at get it at getting. Be- I'm reading it as he wrote it at getting becoming better. You know the comrade's a teacher. He probably taught this guy. Georgia's been there too, but didn't get better by putting on blinders of how bad they were, or making excuses for a dozen losing games in a row to X Y Z team. At the end of the day, you are your record. Uh, and then jackpot, you kind of slapped him around a little bit there, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, what 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 is me admitting that my team is a shit show? How is that going to make them better? I mean, do you think is Shane Beamer gonna say, "Hey guys, stop the presses. We got to start recruiting a little bit better because Carolina jackpot said we're a shit show." All right, hey caller, turn down your feed there, buddy, and talk. Oh shit. Turn down your feed. That, that's how it works. You yeah, the shower Hi. Get on the phone. Hey. Hey. Hi. This is my first time calling. Okay. okay. Well, look, look, well, let's, let's explain something to you. To... Sir, before you get Sir. and do things with us, you have to turn down your feed so that we don't hear you in the delay. Very good. All right. What do you have for the program? Well, I just called. I've been listening to y'all uh, all year, and I had a dream about a year ago about South Carolina winning the national championship either this year or next year against the other USC. And tell Carolina Jackpot, stay positive. Everything's going to be all right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You too. I know Clemson. I like Clemson too, so y'all do great. All right, buddy. just want to give y'all a positive uh, on the Carolina. Okay, man. Thank you so much. Thank All you. right. All right. Bye bye. This is a giant cock. Frothy, go, Frothy Tavern asked, uh, "Was Will Muschamp a dick to reporters on at USC?" I, I say yes, 
But I mean, more than I mean, than he was a dick. I mean, he he said some dumb shit. My one that I hearken back to is the uh, the the defending old uh, DJ Durkin thing. Uh, uh, there's no credibility in anonymous sources. Okay, uh, so I wouldn't necessarily say it was Dick. Steve Spurrier was a dick, especially when they lost. Uh, remember the Tennessee game that we lost in 2014? He comes in, sits down, and says, "Well, y'all saw it. Uh, I ain't gonna take no questions." <laughs> he just fucking, just fucking walked out. <laughs> oh, fucking Jay, Jay wins the comment section for tonight. Why does only dumb people share their dreams? Um. <laughs> All right. So there, the next one from Jackpot. This is from uh, Jace Vincent. He goes, Tennessee goes 10 and 2 this year with losses to UGA and Alabama. I mean, that uh, sounds like some of the Tennessee fans over there in the comments section. I mean, you know, I mean, why not say you're going to beat Georgia? I mean, they're, uh, they're not that good. Yeah, you're going, right. going to Why not? They're, they're rebuilding, maybe. All right, next is this one. This is from Clutch Sports Clemson. I'm with you, Marty. Brian Kelly is an elite coach and has a lot less red tape and a lot more resources at LSU. I fully expect him to thrive there. Yeah, I, I just I threw this one in here because this guy's a real cop gobbler over on uh, Twitter. It really pisses me off sometimes. But he actually said something here that I agree with. So that's why I wanted to throw it up and give him a give him a little bit of a a shout out and a push. A push. All right, the next one. Bro, we're not beating Tennessee. They're way more talented than us and could very well go 10 and 2 this season. That's another that's a Gamecock fan, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That's the Zan Ning No Gang. Okay. The fuck is that all about? All right, uh next. Uh 28 no at halftime. Yeah, it's a joke. Don't take it seriously. And Jackpot says, Yeah, okay. Jack, fuck off with this comment, Jackpot. He was uh, he was talking about the Clemson or uh, the South Carolina Tennessee game last year. It was 28 0 at halftime. Uh, and I'm like, Yeah, I remember when we used to beat Clemson five years in a row, too. Uh, this is fucking New Year. Stupid ass. All right. And the next one. Oops. Okay, the next one is Let me get off your U-Porn feed, Rob. <laughs> uh, the Jacob watches as I love Jackpot, but it's kind of weird how he's going at the when at the, I don't know what that is, when Tennessee is more likely to blow South Carolina out this year than anything. Than anything? Than uh, what? Than, than Jesus anything. coming back? I mean, it, what? I like Jacob, but um, that's kind of dumb, okay? All right, and then finally, this was up. Uh, someone sent me this. This is from uh, the Big Spur. Ugh. The East is up for grabs. UGA could lose four. Not saying it will, more than likely it won't, but the amount of people they lost. Second stringers from last year will now start and were second string for a reason. They go to Kentucky at Mississippi State at Carolina and Tennessee at home. Yeah, they were second string Basically. because they were playing behind people like Jordan fucking Davis, you idiot. Yeah, it's <laughs> you look at 
the second string for Georgia could start anywhere else. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. Shit. I, I just – I read that and I laughed because it was like, how does that happen? The pesky poll over in the chat says Jesus has already come back. We know him as Shane Beamer. Good point. Good point. What the fuck is Ex that? Excellent point. He's some slap dick from East Boga, <laughs> right. you know, community college. Yeah. Fuck the damn pesky pole. That has to be like a Boston Red Sox thing, right? I mean, because they, they lost like 28 to 5 to the Blue Jays the other day. How do you lose 28 in to baseball? 5? In baseball? In fucking baseball. They lost by what? Three touchdowns and a field goal in baseball. Wow. They're, they're spending like the second most money in the majors for their team, something like that. And they're losing to a team from fucking Canada, 28 to 5. At home. Hey, the, hey, the Braves lost to them in the World yeah. Series one year. They didn't lose a game 28 to 5. Well, that's no, that. that's right. That was the Joe Carter walk-off home run. No, it wasn't Joe Carter. It was fucking was it Joe Carter? No. It was Joe Carter. I don't think it was Joe Carter. Joe Carter walked off the goddamn World Series. Yes, he did. Was it? I thought it was Kirby Puckett. Kirk, that he played for the Twins, you dink. Yeah, true. <laughs> and hey. that wasn't a walk off. He didn't walk off the series either. That was Game Six. Delta Nine says it was Joe Carter. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe no, you were wrong. I was wrong. God damn! Thank you. Thank you. We didn't lose. I was wrong on that one. I don't remember Joe Carter. Yeah, yeah. Now I do. Now I now now it goes into my head. Fuck Joe Carter and Kirby Puckett. And fuck Jack Morris, too. Jack Morris can go to hell, too, just for the record. I don't like him either. Anyway, 803. They said he walked off the field. I thought he walked off the Braves. I don't know. I have no clue. That, yo, he, that was 93. Okay. Yes, he walked off Mitch Wildfang. Remember when Mitch Wildfang Williams? Yep. I remember that. Um, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join us here on the program. Uh, our Gamecock fans thinking like that last uh, picture that we had up there, that Georgia could lose four games. I don't see that happening. don't see that happening at all. 803-470-2905. Uh, um, jackpot, we did have a... Do you, do you have a Phil Petty memory you want to share with folks? Because I remember him just being not like a lights-out quarterback, but just solid. Yeah, he was solid. He was a smart quarterback, solid. Beat Ohio State two years in a row. After uh, the team had went 0-11 and, and then, what, 1-10? and 10? I mean, that's no small feat. I mean, that is um, – that's some good shit. Beat Georgia uh, there in 2020. Um, or two, tw 2020, 2000. I mean, that was the one that kind of turned the whole thing around. I mean, you can make an argument for the big, huge New Mexico State win, but um, but that game against Georgia, they won there at home, beat one, beat Quincy Carter and uh, Georgia, and um, that was really um, one that kind of you know set that season on its ear. You know, he's he was only he played uh, his high school ball, and he was only from. About about twenty miles from here, um, Bowling oh, Springs, right. South Carolina. Yeah, home uh, Dylan Thompson. 
Spartacus, the bringer of rain, says you never hear race fans say they're good because they want a three-way battle for last place like Tennessee does. <laughs> Very good, sir. Um, I, I just remember uh, Petty was just a solid, solid guy. I mean, he, he didn't go out and like, there wasn't very many games where he threw for crazy numbers like Connor Shaw did, but he was just solid. That's the best. Ball guy 78 says, boy, in spring, he's representing here. Boy, in spring, Gamecocks had two starting quarterbacks uh, uh, from boy in spring's high. So that's an interesting fact. 803-470-2905. Christian Carver says, Phil Petty also beat Georgia two years in a row. I did not remember that. Yeah. I remember the Ohio State games, though. And he was solid in those games. He really, really was. So there's that. All right, 803-470-2905. Vandy, Chris, what kind of penalties do you think Tennessee gets? 18-level Vaughn violations is steep. We talked about that. They're not going to get anything, even though they're the most uh, corrupt program in the SEC. Remember, Three times jackpot in what eleven seasons they've been uh they've been cited. Um, but I doubt anything is going to happen. No. Yeah, because they because they cooperated with the investigation because they fired Jeremy Pruitt with cause. I mean, you know, th- somebody said something, and I, I wish I could give them credit because on the Friday show they were talking about that. The what if there were like some boosters that were like, you know what? We just don't like this fucking guy Pruitt. And maybe they just leaked it to get it out there so that they can have a way to get Pruitt out of there without paying him. That's what they were trying to do. You know, maybe that, maybe that was part of it. I mean, that, that doesn't sound too far fetched. Uh, and you're right. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. They're cheaters. Um, we have it on the bookcase of accountability. I've got it right here. There you go. Three-time cheaters. Cheater, 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 cheater. Uh, I did love Jeremy Pruitt. I thought he would be great, and I was wrong on that. He was a piece of shit and worked for a program that was a piece of shit program, and they cheated, 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 cheated. Liars, liars, liars. Cheated, cheated, cheated. And they're not going to get anything for it. Didn't he, um, you know, remember, remember he was the, uh, he was the D.C. at Georgia, there for a while, and um, he was like a, he was just a real asshole, and uh, just didn't get along with a lot of people down there, or something like that. Which make which I was kind of shocked when they uh, when when uh, when Tennessee hired him for a head coach. I was like, well, what's going on here? I'm like, was <laughs> Alabama jackpot? Wasn't he at Alabama? No, he was at Georgia before that. Oh, okay. Either way. He, uh, yeah, Billy says UGA knew he was a piece of shit when he was at UGA threatening to beat Rick up. Yeah, he got drunk. Yeah, I mean, I knew he did something over there. Frothy Tavern says Pruitt looked like Cornholio during COVID season. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> With all that. The pesky poll says NCAA needs to go back and look at Pruitt's time at Georgia. Well, 
if you're going to do that, then we should go back and look at uh, what was it? Wasn't Shane Beamer part of that whole thing with Wake Forest where they were stealing plays or something? I Wakey mean, leaks on the back. Yeah, you can't keep yeah, going back. I, I think he. Yeah, I think somebody. Yeah, I think he got caught up in the bad crowd. Either way, you can't keep going back and back because you'll end up finding stuff that you just. Uh. Sir, you guy says uh, Pruitt eats asparagus flavored ice cream. Okay, terrific. Uh, Harry Lick says uh, Pruitt was lit as in drinking and got sideways, or so the rumor holds. That's funny. Uh, Pruitt was only good because he coached at great programs. That's the only reason he was considered for head coaching gigs. As I open up medicine bottles for my daughter here. Um, anyway, yeah, but nothing's nothing's gonna nothing's gonna come of that. Uh, Leonard, read Leonard Sarasota's comment here. He says, "Send him my kind regards, Mister Crockpot." Looks as though Tennessee will skate through this NCAA investigation. Relatively scot free, sets up for many years of hypo beating Beamer's ass. Well, according to um, some, if Shane doesn't uh, beat Clemson sometime within the next three years, he's going to be fired anyway. So, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, and, and Vol guy's right about his wife worked in compliance <laughs> at Troy. So her name was Casey Pruitt, and she was. She was having some issues there with her stuff, too. Anyway, let's go out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, Big Barney Ross. I got something I want you to think about. <clears throat> now, last year, Kentucky had, what, 15 players under indictment, some right. DUIs, some coaches slapping some wives around. We just had – I think we led the league, or at least at SEC East, in most fumbles and turnovers. We wound up winning, you know – 10 games. I think uh, the SEC East is so bad. They've made us look good. I think everybody in the SEC East is going to take a step back, including Georgia. What if everybody in the SEC, all the teams take a step back? But no matter what happens, if Tennessee beats us by a face mask, it's because they cheated. Big Barney Ross. Big, you think Big Barney that? Ross. No, I'm no. Before you, before you leave, Big Barney Ross, you have some explaining to do. Why does your quarterback put mayonnaise in his fucking coffee? You have to stand your ground uh, on that one, sir. What the fuck is that? Well, that and he, he also eats uh, bananas after they uh, after they have expired, peeling and all. And you know what they say about bananas that have gone black? They never go back. So once you start putting mayonnaise in your – and that's what I was trying to tell you last year. You didn't want to play Kentucky. Clemson did not want Kentucky in the Duke's mayonnaise bowl. <laughs> Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Not with our quarterback. You think about that, Big Barney Ross. I'm out. Good point, sir. Good point. <laughs> so he so he's eats he, bananas with a peel on them. And not not just not just like he, he doesn't he eats he eats them with the peel on them, but they have to be rotten. He eats them rotten. Oh, your court, no, they're Jesus. Uh, what a mess! What a mess that is. I, I got nothing for you like that. I don't know how you, I mean, I don't know how you'd even be able to get it down because it looks like when you would take a bite of it, if it's black and rotten, it's going to explode anyway. 
Harry Lennox said there is a video. Uh, Leonard Sarasota says, do you see a steep drop-off switching from Venables to Wes Goodwin, a uh, top five defensive coordinator to an unknown assistant? Look, I, I can only tell you this. The... Um, the talent level hasn't dropped off as far as bringing in the uh, recruits that um, the good one brought in. Clemson's recruiting class for next year, the first under Goodwin, um, has a lot of great defensive players. And as long as you bring some of those guys in, it's going to work out fine. I mean, he's they think of him as kind of like a mad scientist is the kind of the way that they, they think about him. I, I I know Mike Jones, who's a linebacker down at LSU now, they asked him about it at SEC kickoff, and he said that um, Venables is a good coach, but they're not going to miss him much because, um, you know, he, he liked Goodwin. So, I I mean, I don't know. I, it's one of those areas where you think everything will be okay, but in the end, you don't really know. You don't really know. Um, I do think that on the other side of the ball, you know, the, the big thing at ACC kickoff earlier this week was, oh, Uwe Angelale lost weight. And Uwe Angelale looks like he's, you know, thinner now. and He could do more stuff. I'm just telling you what Jones said, man. That's what they refer to him as. Mad scientists. I, that's, how they, that's how they came up with it. I don't believe all of that. To me, he looks like just like some young guy standing on the sidelines. I don't know. Uh, that's the term that was used. Um, the whole thing about, about Uwe Ungalale, though, was, man, he lost weight. That, that was the whole thing. Just because you lost weight doesn't mean that you're going to be a fucking good quarterback. Yeah, he wasn't a shitty quarterback last year because he was fat. He was a shitty quarterback because um, he was very inaccurate. That doesn't have anything to do with being fat. I mean, he's not known as a running quarterback anyway. Yeah, you you Kentucky fans know about that. Jared Lorenzen was a fat fuck, and he he threw the ball all over the fucking place. You can be a fat guy and throw the ball. So that that has nothing to do with it. Peg and Megan with the super chat. Thank you. Is it September yet? We're getting close. Not yet. 803-470-2905. Make sure you give me $10 every day and ask me that question every day, and I'll answer it for you. Until September, if you don't, I'll have six hundred dollars. Good point, sir. No, I'll, no have, I'll, I'll have about four hundred, three hundred eighty dollars. Okay, jackpot. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know about it. Okay, but just trying to figure well, out how many days it is of September. Okay. Anyway, but no, I, I do think that uh, that's kind of the wrong thing to look at. What you should be looking at at Clemson is, is who's going to catch the football who and with him throwing it. That's going to be kind of the big thing there. So I I, I don't know what to think. I mean, I think Clemson's going to be solid on defense, I believe, just because of the guys they've got coming back. But offensively, if they're going to line up and try to run this, this hey, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, yeah, people are going to stack that box. They're going to get Shipley killed by game three or game five because uh, the first three games are shit. Uh, you know, but, uh, I, uh, game was, five, he'll be dead, and the season will be over. I, I was going to say, I uh, this year 
I normally try to go to one football game a year, like maybe one away game for the Gamecocks a year. Um, and this year, we're planning on taking our vacation the first week in October uh, to Pennsylvania. And it was, I was going to try to go to the Kentucky game, but it kind of like coincides with that. So maybe, probably going to be able to go to the game at Vanderbilt uh, for the Gamecocks. But um, so there's a chance, there's a chance on October the 7th uh, that me and my better half uh, which is a Friday night game uh, before we fly home on Saturday. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, going to a game at Rutgers. Oh. Well, good luck with all that. <laughs> yep. They play Nebraska. Okay. You'll be one of about 1,800 people on the stand. You should be fine. Nah, there'll be 50,000 people there, 50,000 New Jerseyites rocking. Uh, Billy says for the fifth time, Albert, you're putting this out there, Billy. Should players that illegally receive money be able to transfer and continue playing? I mean, I don't know how you can pin down on each player, but at, at this juncture, if Tennessee is not going to have a bowl ban and nothing is going to happen to them, they just lay their dick out on the table and do whatever the hell they want. Uh, why should you penalize the players? You're not penalizing the program. Tennessee should have had a two-year bowl ban and no on-campus visits for two years. If the NCAA was serious about the whole student-athlete thing they put so much out there, they'd got Tennessee by the balls. Tennessee admitted they did all this stuff. They should have dropped the hammer on their head and said, no, you no bowl ban and no on-campus visits for two years. That's how shit should have been done. But they won't do that because they're pussies. It's basically the way it rolls. Let's go out to the phones. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hello. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hey, my name is Matthew. Um, you called me the uh, smart Georgia fan, I think about a year ago. But, no, I agree completely in the sense that the NCAA doesn't, you know, they don't, they don't bring down punishment. I, I watched your show, Rob, the other day. Fast yeah. enough to make it pertinent. Therefore, like what? USC's, because I'm from South Carolina, their assistant, you know, basketball um, assist, uh, coach got caught up in the whole scandal with Petrino a few years ago. And yet we still had repercussions. But now that, you know, Tennessee is suddenly obliged with everything, like, there's no punishment. It doesn't make sense why right. it doesn't can... make sense. Hey, we got caught. We did it. Yay. I'm sorry. We did it. Here's here's all the information. Here's what we did. I mean, it shouldn't be they like we shouldn't have any of this. I mean, seriously. Two year bowl ban. And I agree with the pesky poll. Make them hire Dooley again. Fuck them. <laughs> well, I mean, Josh Pate's uh 247 episode was the NCAA's over. What's y'all's opinion on that, if you don't mind? Um, oh, with the NCAA being over, if it's gone? Yeah, it was his latest episode today. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance, had a chance to watch it yet, but I think I know where he's going, Where if the NCAA goes away. Um, I've talked about this before. they got to figure out, first of all, I, I like the idea of we're going to have one governing body of, and it's going to, 
be uh, something that pulls away from the NCAA, and I'm fine with that. But you got to have somebody that's going to run it that's not going to be affected by the home office in Charlotte or the home office in Birmingham or in Chicago or whatever that has the satchel to tell these people, no, fuck you. We're not going to do this bullshit where you can go out and you can hand money like Tennessee did or like North Carolina did. No, we're not going to do that. Being a student athlete is what is important here. If that's what they want to do, then uh, they need to hammer people. And I'm talking about not, not the death penalty, but fuck them so hard that we could stick a plunger up their ass and they wouldn't feel it. That's what they need to do. But we got to have somebody that, that, that can do that, that people respect. The only name that I can think of off the top of my head is if Nick Saban decided to retire or if Steve Spurrier decided, hey, I don't want to play golf all the time. Those are the two that would be like, yeah, fuck you. We're going to do it this way. These are the rules we came up with. Deal with it. But until we have somebody that has a satchel and is not scared of these people, I mean, they should have a form. When you join this league to play for the national title, you don't get to bring your fucking lawyers. You don't get to come out and say, oh, well, you have, you ruled against us, so we're going to sue. No, fuck you. Fuck your lawyers. You all go to hell. You don't get to sue here. That's that's the cost of being able to play for a national title is your lawyers don't get to come to uh, play. We make the rules here. You're going to abide by the rules, and if not, then you're going to fucking die. That's the way that it should be, but it won't because we have a society of pussies right now. Pussies. So you Tennessee fans, by the way, you go and you shake them, them pom-poms <laughs> and throw your fucking mustard out there. Just know that you're the dirtiest program in the SEC, and it's a documented fact. Well, maybe just we just send the new rules in a, in a McDonald's bag, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm well, watching. No, I... I love your you. show. I love you and yeah. Jackpot. I watch y'all every Wednesday and Sunday. I'm slowly watching the <laughs> the posts come through. Uh, maybe I'm instigating some uh, volunteer fans, but <laughs> with that That's comment. Fine. But <laughs> all right, man. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right. Now, and um, isn't with the Tennessee fans as much as it is with the NCAA because they they really should do better. Just do. Better. Josh Pinion says, "Are you doing the pit them challenge again this year?" Yes. Keep watching the show for details. Uh, Leonard Sarasota, Crockpot, I know you've voiced your disdain for Greg Adkins. He coached under Fulmer years ago. His offensive lines were always talented, but usually underperformed. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't get the, the what the di- whole deal was with that hire uh, from Beamer. It just seemed like a really weird hire. Um, and the thing was, the year before, he was the uh, offensive line coach at Marshall. Who uh, led the uh, led the country in rushing? I think so. I, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. I don't know if I don't know if last year. I don't know if if twenty twenty was a fluke with those uh, those offensive linemen um, and uh, paving the way for Kevin Harris to rush for a thousand yards. Or I don't know if he's just a terrible line coach. I mean, you know, they they played under Eric Wolford. And he was pretty good. I mean, he must be Nick Saban's O-line coach now. I don't know. I don't know either. All right, final call for calls, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905.
that's the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the program. Sir, Sir UGA says, sorry, ass volunteers pit their team on a prison work deal tail, have a go pick up trash around Vanderbilt's campus. What kind of trash would you find around Vanderbilt's campus? An empty pocket protector? A fucking broken beaker? I don't know. A TI-80 calculator that doesn't work? Yeah. An old, old calculator watch. Remember those calculator watches? Yeah, one of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had one. Loved it. Got caught cheating with one one time, too. Yeah. Big Bonnie Ross says, no matter what Missouri does this year to be marred by Star Wars comments during the post-game TV interviews. <laughs> Elijah says, Planned Parenthood receipt. <laughs> That's very good. You sir. were never you were never considered the shit unless you wrote the answers to a test on the bottom of your tennis shoes. I never had to do all that. Did I never did all that? Hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't have to do all that, but no. <laughs> um I did I did get suspended for telling somebody they were a poster boy for a provolactic. Once he went and looked up what provolactic was, then he went and told the teacher about it. And I got suspended for three days for that. Because apparently no. you can't tell people that. So, yeah, no. Gray Poupon jars. Oh, my God. That's how you tell the difference between the Tennessee and the Vanderbilt fans. Tennessee fans will throw the damn value city mustard. If Vanderbilt fans are going to throw it, it's Grey Poupon. Bill, the, the, um, Tennessee fans are going to throw the, uh, the Food City Food Club brand <laughs> mustard bottles. Uh, yeah. Vandy throw the Grey Poupon. Uh, yeah. In um, at, at South Carolina, it's either the uh, either the uh, fucking uh, Publix or the Food Line brand, I guess. <laughs> No, you guys, you guys don't throw mustard bottles. Clemson's, uh, Clemson's angles. They're going to throw that Laura Lee in. By the way, someone needs to, uh, one of you folks over there need to send me this video of Will Levis putting mayonnaise in his coffee. If there's a video out for that and you have it, please send it my way. I'm going to do something with that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but yeah. Uh, Josh says Spencer Rattler will throw 10 ITs this year over or under. Um, hmm. what do you think, Jackpot? How many? 10. 10? 10. Over or under 10? I'm going to say, I'm going to say over, but I think he throws a ton of touchdowns too. I, I'm going mean, to say under, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Because I think he, if he gets up to the eight or nine realm of it, a lot of that's going to have to do with protection, and he may get hurt. And that, that comes back down to the offensive line. So I'm going to take the under simply because I have no no uh, confidence in your offensive line with that fat Art Anderson, as you call him, O-line coach. And, uh, yeah, I think that he, he may have trouble staying healthy if that O-line doesn't block for him. So I'm going to go under. Yeah. So. That's fair. Football says under, I think, nine. Okay, that's fair, too. <laughs> um, anyway, Jackpot, did you want to really quickly pick the East really quick here before, like uh, we did with the ACC the other night? 
Sure. The East. I've got Georgia at one. Do you agree? Uh, yeah, I guess I have to. All right. Uh, who have you got second? Uh, Gamecocks. Seriously? Yes. Hmm. He's some slap dick from East Aboga, <laughs> right. you know, community college. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to pick South Carolina, but I, I'm going to go with – I like Kentucky at two. Mm. All right, who, who do you like at three? Uh, give me Rocky Top. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with – I'll go with Tennessee at three. So that's fine. Who do you got at four? Uh, give me some Kentucky. I'm going to take South Carolina at four. Fair. At five, who do, you, who do you got? Give me some Florida. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give me Mizzou. You like Mizzou. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Mizzou. Fuck Florida. Give me Mizzou at five. I'll take Florida at six and then Vanderbilt at seven. And I will also take uh, Vanderbilt at six and Florida at seven. You got Florida finishing dead last. Mm, I mean, it's your picks. Hey, I, they, just don't, they don't have the talent. I mean, I think I think Vandy, I think Vandy beats them. Vandy beats them. This dude's a freak. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Davo. All right. All right, so let's go to the West. The West, I've got, um, I've got Alabama at one. You like Bama at one? Yeah. Uh, at two, I am going to take – I'm going to take Mississippi State at two. Go ahead and play that little Dabo clip again. Which one? This one? He's got milk bone underwear on, and they're, they're chomping at him yeah. everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't believe you sat there. Okay. Um, no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Texas A&M at number two. Uh, I've got at, at number three, I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm going to take Arkansas. Uh, at number four, I'm going to take uh, LSU. Okay, I'm going to take Ole Miss at number four. At number five, I'm going to take uh, Texas A&M. Okay. At number five, I'm going to take Mississippi State. I've got Arkansas at six. At six, I'm taking LSU. And I've got Auburn at seven. Something we can all agree on. Fuck them. Auburn at five. <laughs> this is a giant cock. All right, there you go. All right, so fuck, those are picks right fuck there. Fuck Stank and fuck them. Are you still mad at Stank Bigsby? I hope they rot. Yes, fuck them. Oh, shit. Uh, why not? hope you find a therapist who can help you. I hope you die of ass cancer. Exactly. All right, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where else to go from here. Jackpot has been fun. Um... <laughs> 
Papa B says fuck bumper pool. <laughs> what a damn name. Bumper pool. Bumper pool. His parents <laughs> had to high when they did that. High they had to. All right. You guys are awesome. We appreciate y'all. We've had a big audience tonight. And as always, you guys are great. We'll be, uh, I'm going to do a show tomorrow, I believe. And then uh, Jackpot and I'll be back at it together on Wednesday. We'll talk to you guys later on. Have a good night.